that is the same song that goes down in my mind when I'm having a great sandwich and other things too. My name is Joe Castro, and this is the Millennial's Third Eye, and this is my podcast uh, edition because I have YouTube, Facebook, and this is this is where I have great conversations with people, and I bring you like-minded individuals that's going to help you as well on your journey. Uh, today, I have the pleasure of bringing back uh, a great individual. Her name is Erin Rakowski. She's a mentor. She's a money-moving individual. She's a traveling-moving individual. She's going to talk a lot about her. I want to catch up with her in a minute. But before I do, I want to remind everyone, if you listen live or recordings, that to check me out on Facebook as well. And also in these videos and the uh, links below, to follow these individuals that we bring on the podcast and get to know them more just beyond the conversations on the podcast. So without further ado, let me get Erin on the line. Let me let me put her mic on real quick. Let's see here. Hey. Erin, what's going on, Erin? Hey. I'm not gonna, <laughs> How are you? I'm not gonna lie, I was sitting here going, Spirit's telling me, Don't worry, she's gonna make it. I was like, I know, I know, I'm just I'm just gonna be calm. They're like, Don't worry, she's gonna make it and you made it just in time. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. It's good to be back. It's a, it's an honor. I actually don't do these as much as I used to, but I really enjoy when I do do them because it's just more of that. That it's, I appreciate them more. So I appreciate you coming back and doing another podcast with me. How you been? I've been good. I've been good. Quarantine has been a little crazy. Uh, changed up a lot of my plans, but all for the better, mm-hmm. obviously. And I feel like everything always changes. For the better, things that happen are just what was meant to happen in the first place. So I've just been surrendering and and doing what I can where I'm at. Um, so, yeah, life has looked a little bit different <laughs> than it normally does, for mm-hmm. sure. But I think it has for all of us. I think it's a great word that you use, surrendering. Uh, the more the, the more I, re- I think about things consciously, even with my own personal life, because it's hard to surrender, and I observe other people as well, is that, a lot of people have these moments where, like you said, quarantine stops things, but I'm noticing even on the smaller scale where we think one thing's going to happen, it goes another way, but it's actually for the better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's a so lesson that gets, I feel like, magnified throughout everything in life. It's it's beautiful. Very, it very much well is. So quarantine, I mean, we haven't talked in a while. Let's talk about that real quick. What, what did it, how did it change your plans? What, what have you done during this quarantine? What'd you learn? What's the pros and the cons with, with you in quarantine? Definitely, definitely. So before um, everything happened with the virus, I want to say, I want to say it was like beginning of March. So I, um, I got rid of my lease last August and I've been traveling uh-huh. full time since August 1st um, without a lease. Oh, wow. I sold everything that I owned, all my furniture, everything. Like I don't have a storage That's unit, awesome. nothing. I just had like the clothes in a few suitcases and a few small things that I just refused to let go of. Um, mm-hmm. So I've been doing that since August 1st and I was traveling full time with my boyfriend. Actually, we were down in um, Puerto Rico for a month. We were in Mexico and we're just supposed to go back to our hometowns for about three days. And then I had a retreat that I was going to in Hawaii. And then I was hosting my own retreat in Vegas right after that. Um, And then I was moving to Vegas right after that. So all these things were supposed Uh to take place in March. And I ended up getting kind of sick whenever I 
got back from Mexico, I flew back to Pittsburgh, and I was just staying at my mom's place for literally a night, and I ended up waking up, and I was pretty sick, and I didn't want to travel mm. sick, especially with everything that was going on, and I just right. feel like, you know, traveling, like your immune system drops whenever you're on planes and whenever you're moving around and changing time zones. So I didn't want to go with a compromised immune system already and then like get more sick and not really be in my best place whenever I was going to those retreats. So I right. pushed back my travel for maybe like a week. And in that week, the whole country shut down. Like flights were canceled. Oh. Everybody canceled retreats. Like everything stopped in those seven days. And I honestly am so grateful that I got sick that day because I would have been either in Seattle, Hawaii, or Vegas if I had left that night and if I didn't actually stay planted and like stay where I stayed for the week. Um, so mm-hmm. I ended up, I ended up getting quote unquote stuck there for like two weeks and then I heard they were going to be shutting down the whole country and I have a friend who I actually met through my online business who lives up uh, outside of Cleveland and she right. had just got in her own house with a spare bedroom and I called her and I was like hey <laughs> let me come up there and just wait this out with you let's build our businesses together let's just like hang out um, and I only planned on being here for maybe like a month and it has been three months now that I've been here mm-hmm. um, but it's been a really beautiful reset and um, yeah I've been building a lot of things in the business world um, I've learned a lot I've grown a lot I've been working through a lot of stuff that I haven't really had the time to like slow down and look at and a lot of um, yeah I guess just like wounds and things like that that I haven't ever really slowed down long enough to even notice or even see so it's been a really transformational time um, I don't want to say really it's all like positive. Yeah, yeah. It's been hard. You know what I mean? It's been hard. I've been working through some things that are hard to look at and hard to work through. But um, I know that, you know, I'm going to come out on the other side of it much better and much healthier. And, um, yeah, just the healing journey has been has been a healing journey. So not easy, but beautiful for sure. That's a great way of looking at it. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I actually um, embraced my inner Aaron Murkowski as well, and I traveled from the east to the west coast <laughs> in my car. And um, yes. and it's been awesome. The same thing exactly what happened with you is where I didn't plan on, and this is funny because I was like, you know what? The universe showed me in a, in a unique way, uncomfortably. You know how it is. And uh, I was like, what yeah. is the universe trying to show me right now? And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I've been manifesting this trip to California, and and the, the you know sources in the universe is like, all right, well, I can't just make you appear there. You got to just take those steps. And I decided to go in the end of the of February. And I, I <clears throat> excuse me, I've been staying at my friend's parents' house for a while, but I wasn't planning on it with the COVID. I literally got here, and a week later, everything started shutting down. I was like, oh, so similar to you, but um, but yeah, it's a very transformational time. I, I'm glad that you shared that briefly because a lot of people I want them to understand too is like. This spiritual journey is not just about a spiritual like practice. It's also like your life. You have to understand that the, the inner workings, your shadow self. Your so that's cool that you went through that. Um, I wanna I wanna ask you one more time, and um, I wanna also ask you to talk more about your your business stuff. But can you briefly share with everyone because you have an awesome story, and I wanna <laughs> share with everyone one more time if they haven't heard from you before. What did you do briefly last time? Like when this all started? Where did you start? And we'll go right into it. I want to talk to you about the mentor part and the traveling part and the money part. So let's, if you can briefly, go ahead, talk about it. I want to hear it one more time. 
Yeah, definitely. So my business journey started three years ago this month, actually, which is beautiful. Um, and I oh, was just talking about this the other day with someone. Thank you. Um, I was just talking about this the other day with somebody that I wasn't really like the entrepreneurial type, I would say, beforehand. Looking back and seeing how I operated, like my work ethic, there was definitely some like entrepreneurial vibes in me. I just didn't really know it. And I couldn't ever really fathom myself like owning my own business or running my own business or, or really taking that leadership role. Um, and yeah, three years ago, I was just, I had just freshly moved um, to Key West, Florida after living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, my entire life. And um, when I was working in Pittsburgh and living in Pittsburgh, I had six or seven part-time jobs. I was working like 60 to 80 hours a week. I was like hustling and grinding, but it was all because I wanted to save up and, you know, save up time to be able to go take trips. Like I had gotten mm-hmm. to all 50 states before I turned 21. I still have a goal of hitting all seven continents. Like I really just love experiencing and seeing the world. So that was a really huge driving okay. factor behind why I was working so much. And when I got to Florida, it was my first full-time job, and I was so excited to have what everybody else is excited to get when they get a full-time job, like PTO and health benefits and all these adult things. And I think it was like three or four times in a row my PTO got, like, declined or the dates, like, weren't approved. or I, I was just shocked that, like, people were telling me I couldn't go where I wanted to go when I wanted to go there. And I was trying to go visit uh. their birthdays. I was trying to go to festivals and just see the people who I just moved away from. And they were telling me I couldn't. And it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating to have somebody else tell me, like, no, you can't go there. And no, you can't have this time off on this date, but you can have it off on this date. And, like, just being in such control of, like, my life and my schedule and my pay I got like a 25 cent an hour raise and everybody else was so excited <laughs> like 25 cents like <laughs> I want a bigger raise than this you know what I mean I want more control over this kind of stuff so I actually <laughs> put my two weeks in I wasn't very spiritual at that point in time I hadn't really um learned or started really my spiritual journey but I knew right, right. that if I had quit my job, I would be declaring something. Like, I would be sending out something to source or the universe Ooh. or somebody to let them know, like, I am not about this anymore. Give me something else because I can't do this anymore. Um, and nothing came for, like, a whole week after I put my two weeks in. And I had one week left, and I had no other way to make money afterwards. And I was so nervous because I was like, I, I've applied everywhere. I've gone in for job interviews. I'm not getting any calls back. And I saw an ad on Facebook from this girl who was like, I travel all over the place and I make money online and yada, yada, yada. I teach other people how to do it. And I'd never seen an ad like that before. They're pretty common now. I feel like people see them all the time now. Um, but I'd never seen an ad I like love, that before. I love that because before you even – I want to I wanna mention everyone. This is literally how I found you. And I was pursuing yeah. this passion with yeah. the podcast. And you popped up in my Facebook feed, and I was like, she looks like an awesome person to interview. And that's exactly how I found <laughs> you, and I met you. Yes. But go ahead, keep going. Yep. I want to hear more. No, I've met so many beautiful people through advertising and just through running ads and doing lifestyle marketing. It's been such a beautiful way to, like, not only get um, – get my business out there, but also to connect with and meet really amazing individuals. Um, but yeah, I saw her ad and I feel like, you know, a lot of people will see like 
influencers or people who have millions of followers posting about how they travel and they make money traveling. And it seems pretty unattainable because it's like, all right, they got millions of followers. Like, I don't really know exactly. what they do to travel sometimes, but that makes sense because they have millions of followers. And this girl had, like, no followers. And I was creeping on her pretty hard, and she was having success in, like, working online. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this girl doesn't even have that many followers, and she can do this too? Like, I'm, I, right. I don't know what this is. Like, I have to figure it out, and I need to do this because this is my ticket out. This is how I'm getting out of my job, and this is what I'm going to do. So I ended up um, – it was like she was selling, like, a training course to pretty much teach how to get started online and all that stuff. And I think I bought it, like, two days later. And I was so excited. I was telling my whole family, all my coworkers, like I started working online and I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to make, you know, $10,000 a month. And I'm going to host my own trainings and my own webinars and do all this stuff myself. And they were all laughing their asses off. They were like, Aaron, you got sucked into a pyramid scheme. Like this is not going to work out. You don't know what you're doing. Mm. I stopped talking about it because of it, because I was just getting a lot of negative backlash but sure enough, okay. two months later, I made my first sale. I quit my job <laughs> immediately. Um, I ended up moving <laughs> to Vegas. And, yeah, it was just – it was really liberating making your first sale, especially with high-ticket sales. My first sale um, ever, I made $1,200. And that's significant. Like, I have some friends who sell, um, like, shakes and supplements, and you make, like, 25 50 bucks off of it. And it's cool and all, but, like – you'd have to make a significant amount of sales to actually be making a, a really good amount of money. So for my first right. sale ever to anybody still being pretty inexperienced being $1,200, I was like, you know what, if I can make one of these sales, oh. I can make 10,000 of these sales because yeah. it was just, I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. So I quit my job and I actually never was employed by anybody ever again from that date. I had some babysitting jobs there and there, but um, I never, ever, ever went back to work after that. Um, even whenever things got a little rough, because entrepreneurship, you know, it, it goes up and down. There's, there's highs and lows, as there is with everything. But I never, ever went back to work for somebody else. Um, and yeah, now I get to mentor other people. I have, um, I've truly tried to figure out absolutely every single way that somebody can make money through um, what I do. And um, actually recently what I've been doing in quarantine, I am almost done building out my own training and my own platform. Um, A lot of the platforms out there aren't really geared towards millennials and aren't really geared towards um, like lifestyle marketing on Instagram or you know, how to do sales face-to-face. And there's a lot of people who I've worked with that really wanted to learn those skill sets. So I've put a training platform together that actually teaches all of those things and is really oriented around millennials. And I'm super, super excited about it. It's like, it's been a journey, but I'm so excited to actually have it be done. I was literally going to ask you, are you creating any new programs? Or And then you just went right into yeah. it. I was like, all right, cool. She, <laughs> she read my mind. Um <laughs> And that's that's awesome because I love bouncing, especially um, life life stories and ventures off of other people that I, I kind of like to, um, I don't want to say like match with, but in similarities. And you're doing pretty much the same thing. It's it's a, how do I, not validation, but it feels comfortable knowing like, all right, I'm on the right path still. And uh, what yes. I find from you, this is why I really love having you on too, and I like catching up with you and seeing where you're at, is because your passion never really has uh, dwindled down. It's your, that's what drives you is your passion for this and motivation. 
And I find a lot of people, yeah. even in my spiritual, my spiritual journey, um, helping individuals with readings or even um, I do shadow working or I'll help them with their intuitive guidance. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I help them with things where they have to have that personal love for self to have that drive. And so you have that. And I love bringing you on here because of that as well. Um, so you have this new course. Yeah. You have this new program for people. Um, what I wanted to ask you next is I had a couple questions because I love talking to you, um, talking with you, <laughs> yeah. is w- what is the common, in the beginning stages of people that come to you, what are the common uh, denominators of things they need to work on or that you find as a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, I guess? What, what's the common issues or, or things that people need to work on when they're coming to you like for, for this program? Yeah, yeah, like limiting beliefs and just blocks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what I've noticed the most, um, I want to say a lot of it is conditioning that people um, mm. just kind of get through their childhood and through their family structures. Um, a lot of the people, too, I, I want to say, you know, like attracts like, so I end up always attracting people who are very, very similar to me, and I um, went through Ooh, traumatic stuff yeah. when I was younger. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, but I went through some traumatic stuff whenever whenever I was younger, and I matured very very early. Um, I lost a parent when I was fifteen, and it's crazy mm-hmm. to watch the people who come to work with me who have experienced very similar things or different forms of trauma whenever they were younger. So it makes it a very unique group of individuals to work with because it's all different but there's so many similarities you know what I mean it's normally just like one thing and one limiting belief that like people don't even recognize that they have um and aside from that aside from like having a block that's normally kind of um sprouted from like childhood or from like teenage years um a lot of it is understanding the law of attraction and how like the words and the thoughts that you have really truly do bring in the experience that you have and and the things that come into your life. Um, And a lot of us too, I think a lot of conditioning, especially for our generation has been to just normalize complaining about things or to normalize talking about um, money in like a negative way. And to also normalize like money being um, like being in a good place money wise, like that's weird to talk about. Like you shouldn't talk about like how good your money situation is with somebody because you're bragging at that point, but it's so normal to complain Mm -hmm. about, your bills or to say that you have like negative $5 in your bank account. It's like a joke. A lot of people joke about it and Mm -hmm. talk about it so much. And through the law of attraction, the words that you're saying and even the conversations that you're having about that, it's it's bringing more of it into your life. Your attention and your focus on that reality is just bringing more and more of it into your life. So people don't even really normally know that the words that they say and the thoughts that they think have so much power behind them and are really creating the reality that they experience. So at that point, it doesn't matter what training course you buy. It doesn't matter what knowledge you learn or what mentor you have. If you are really, truly, like, not taking the steps to get clear and, like, clean up your language and clean up your thoughts and really, truly speak mm-hmm. and think the things that you want to bring into your life, it doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter the actions that you're taking because – there's a disalignment with like what you're saying and what you actually want out of your life. So I've been working with a lot of the people and building out this training oriented around introducing the idea of the law of attraction because a lot of people don't even really understand it. 
And then also working through things with people one-on-one to, to really show them whenever they're coming from a place or saying something or, or not wanting to do something specific that is coming more from a place of like lack and, and not really setting them up for the future that they want to have. So we get really clear on where they want to go and the future that they want to have, because that is a huge disconnect. And that's like a block and a limiting belief that a lot of people have. They don't really know where they want to go. And if you don't know where you want to go, you can't talk about it. You can't think about it and have those words and thoughts, bring it into your life through the law of attraction. And it's like getting in a car without putting an address in your GPS and just driving. Like you're not going to get to where you actually want to go unless you know where that is. And then you can get directions there. And then right. you can get there. Absolutely. So, you know what I mean? You have to know where you're trying to go. So we really figured that out because a lot of people don't really know where they're trying to go. I love you. You said that really, that was, that was beautiful. Um, <laughs> uh, what I'm finding out for myself, and I'm, I'm a big observer. I like to observe myself and observe what's around me and observe how other people are doing. And um, what I'm noticing is, and for example, um, it's not so different, but I'm doing my own thing with the spiritual community in the sense of helping them uh, realize the same, the same things you're doing. And what I find beautiful is it's like, it's all under the same tree, but different branches and everyone's doing their passion. Yeah. And what I'm finding is they they could be passionate and exercise, but it's still, they're still discussing law of attraction and, and loving. So it's a really cool thing to see that everyone is doing their passion, but still talking about the same thing. And you you also had a great, um, a great spot on self-talk and belief and the law of attraction and how that, I think it's it's a great unique way because how you're talking and teaching is how they need to hear it and how the people come to me is how they need to hear it and it's a big big yeah. thing that uh we all need to understand. It's I have my moments too. I, I like to share my stories because I want people to see like, look, I'm Joe, but I also I'm a human being that also has to live life experiences and learn and then I learn it and, and talk about it with other people. And so even recently I had this uh limiting belief where I had to face my insecurities with some money issues. And I was like, okay, well, what's the deal here? And then I looked at the, the, whole, the whole overall picture and I started laughing at myself and I'm like, am I really worried about this? And the, the, the same thing that you mentioned before was um, not knowing where we want to go. And that's the exact whole point. And once I started to put the pieces back, instead of just focusing my energy on this, uh, this emotion I started to realize like, oh, this feels good now by looking at it this way. And, and it just made completely much more sense than it did before when I was worrying about it. And so we're human, yeah. we're living these things. So uh, that is, that's awesome that you're working on that. My, my next question was later on when you, um, when you notice people evolving and they're changing and they're, they're pursuing it, or maybe they're, they're starting to pick up on where they want to go. What are the other, at the other levels, what are the common um, issues that they have later on where they go through a couple <laughs> stages and like, okay, where do I go from here? Or what's, what are those things? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I would say the next phase after that, because the first couple of blocks need to like, like to work through those in that first phase is to really start seeing success in your own business and really starting to achieve the goals that you're setting for yourself and like using the law of attraction to like bring those things into your life. The next phase and the next step that I've seen 
um, is where you like figure it out and you're successful and you know how to have consistent success in your business and you're really passionate about it. But what I've noticed, and I don't know if this is millennials overall or if this is just me. So it's the people who I am attracting to me and the people who are working with me. Um, but we get, I don't know if too passionate is like a word or a thing, but <laughs> too passionate might be the, uh, the thing here because it's just, it, you almost like let it kind of take up your life because you love it so much. So like you spend all this time doing it. And Ooh, the problem yeah. with that is it's not sustainable. If you aren't continuing to live your life outside of your business and, you know, see your friends and family on a consistent basis, do things that you're passionate about on a consistent basis, like really disconnect and unplug and um, incorporate self-care consistently into your routine, then you're going to burn out. Like 1000% you're going to burn out. Uh-huh. And at least for me, I experienced like burnout and then coming back and then burnout and then coming back this like cycle of it for almost a year and a half. And I still have the tendency to just like, when I get a lot of energy and a lot of inspiration, I just want to pour everything, all my time and energy into this business because I get so many ideas and I have so many new things that I want to create and so many new ways I want to help people. And it's never ending. So you truly like what I've learned um, about that next phase is you have to set up the foundation to always, always, always incorporate and have a healthy balance of the things going on in your life while still making um, strides and still growing and like staying consistent in your business, but not really having it take up the majority of your time. Um, and I think because Absolutely. I'm so passionate and the people I'm attracting are so passionate, we kind of let that take up more of our time than we really should. The law of attraction, that's a really, you're absolutely right. And um, when I was starting to become more aware of happiness, uh, I remember specifically becoming more aware of like, okay, like I was learning more about who I am in the sense of what makes me happy, not just my work. But, and one of those things is I tell everyone too, it's the truth. Like I love getting sushi for lunch by myself. And that is like, we have to pay attention to what we love because it raises our vibration. And I remember this one day, and it stands out in my mind very clearly. It was one day, and I want to go right into what you were saying, too, and connect them. Uh, wanted sushi for lunch, and I looked at my bank account, and I was like, I only have this amount of money, and then blah, blah, blah. You know, that one of those, like, self-talk things. You're like, no, no, no. And I said, well, if I want more money, I have to be happy, and I have to raise my vibration. And I can't worry about this because worrying will do the law of attraction of bringing more worry. And, and so that was one of those key moments where I released worry. But to go back into what you're saying with um, – with realizing burnout and happiness. And I remember as a chef professionally, I stepped away from it and I, it's the, the, the soul awakening thing was really crazy, but I was creating this podcast while I was working. I had no idea what I was doing with the podcast. And one day I'm like, Oh my God, this is, so it brought me into Facebook live and readings. But just as you said, I loved it so much and it was going so well and it still is. It's an amazing system but I got burnt out and people were like, Joe, even on Facebook live, you gotta, you gotta rest. And I was like, I don't, I didn't really understand it at that time, but I kept doing it and doing it. And then all of a sudden I didn't want to do it. And I went, no, 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 no. I don't want to do the same thing I did with the chefing thing. And I knew that I still had passion for it, but you're absolutely right. When it comes to balance, we have to, I call it the, um, and I'm sure you've heard it before the, the path of least resistance, because when yeah. you, step away from something that you're really trying to focus on, even work and happiness or finding an answer, you have to do the path of least resistance because that's going to actually help you more with your work and what you're looking for. And so you're just like a pen. If you're looking for that one pen, 
you're actually vibrating frustration, you're not going to find the pen because you're vibrating the frustration of looking for the pen. When you do the path yeah. of least resistance and you go, okay, well, I'm going to go find uh, my wallet because you know where that is. And that's smoother. You're like, so you go look for the wallet. You're like, it's right here. The pen's going to show up. So just like yeah. that, but yeah, burnout thing, it might be a millennial thing because if you think about it, and, and I'm thinking about it in my mind as uh, my family, and they have that generation of uh, working this one job or having that one good thing and having a family. And, and our generation, I, I personally believe, um, especially with kids coming in now, it's like these generations are just getting – they're just coming in with certain knowledge, but we're that generation. I believe that we're here to pursue our passion, make changes, show other people the way. And um, we have to go through feelings and getting that burnout phase, but self self learning, self realization that you have to have a balanced life because if what's the point of living, if we're just going to just keep pursuing this passion of overworking each other and, Got to have that balance. And I think it's a hard thing, too, because especially with the system that you and me have been through with work, where uh, same thing with the hospitality industry as a chef. Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. You can't leave, even if it's like a month in advance. No, well, chefs are already uh, doing this. You can't go. And I was tired of that. I was so over it. I didn't like that was one of my fears I had to face. And I'm pretty sure you had the same thing, maybe, where I was I never called out of work. And during my awakening, I was going, uh what's my boss going to think? And what's my family going to think? And, what? and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of worrying about what they think. I, I literally said, I'm, I'm just going to make myself happy. And that was a, that was a, a changing moment forever. But yeah, that burnout phase is a big deal. Definitely. Definitely. And I almost think like related to what you were saying about how our generation really is the type. So almost like, learn and explore and expand and then also help each other and kind of pave the way for each other. I think through us burning out in our own fields, it's just another thing that we're able to teach others who we're helping how to not do, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, like I already burned out Mm. and I'm kind of going through this thing and I'm learning this thing. Like, let me teach you this thing, but let me also how to like teach you how to do this thing and learn this thing without (laughs) burning out. (laughs) No, it's just an additional thing that we get to teach others and to help others with. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. So now I want to take a quick break, play some music, and we're going to come back to it in a, in like a couple of minutes. Um, but I want to get into more about what your plans are for after quarantine. I want to talk more about some spiritual stuff, and um, we'll come back to it in a couple of minutes. That sound cool? Yeah, perfect. All right. This bird is laughing. As a... About the band, we were underground, 
Loading merch in that 12 passenger van In a small club in Minnesota And the snow outside of first half I just wanted my name in the star Now look at where we at Still growing up Still growing up I would lay in my bed and dream about what I've become Couldn't wait to get older Couldn't wait to be some Now that I'm here Wishing I was still young I didn't drink all of that blast first Wish I made it to homecoming Got up the courage to ask her Wish I would've gotten out of my show Wish I put the bottle back on that show Wish I wouldn't have worried about What other people thought And felt comfortable with my soul Rooftop open And the stars above Moment frozen sneaking out And falling in love Me, you and I, Pluton We just begun On the grass streaming Figuring out who I was want people think that they want it they don't actually want Mm -hmm. 
a lot of money. They don't want to sit on stacks. Maybe some people want to sit on stacks of cash and just want thousands of dollars <laughs> in their bank account. But like most of the time people want money because they want to be able to spend it on things. They want a better house or a better car. They want to be able to travel or take care of their parents. Like it's, it's not about the money. And a lot of people, that's why manifesting, I don't, I don't want to say it doesn't work, but that's where people get it, I think, wrong, maybe, or um, they're not utilizing it the way that they could be, is like manifesting money. It's just the tool. It's almost like if you wanted to manifest a house, but all you were talking about was that you wanted to manifest like a hammer or something. And it's like the hammer's the tool that might help you build the house, but like you actually just want the hammer so that you can build the house itself. Like you don't, you don't just want the mm-hmm. hammer. The hammer's going to come because whenever you manifest you building this house, you're going to get all the tools that you need to build this house. So if you're manifesting the things that you want and the experiences that you want to have, then the money is the tool to help you get there. And in turn, you're going to be bringing in the money that you need to be able to get there. So it's good to get clear on like what you want to make and the money that you want to make. But a lot of people will just think about that and not think about the things that they want or the experiences that they want to have, which is really truly why they want the money in the first place, you know? So if you were to, um, if, and I'm sure you do this uh, in your program, if you were to teach someone uh, besides self-love, because I, I personally believe, like, and before you even manifest anything you want, you need to believe, like, more in yourself and love yourself. But And you know that. Um, if you were to Definitely. be explaining to someone, because I'll come into contact with people that are learning to affirm things. So how, how would you teach someone the details of if you want this car, um, and you need the money for it, how would they sew that together and manifesting in their mind or their words? Yeah, I love that. I think, I think clarity is the first step and um, details for sure. Because if you just say you want a nice car, it's so subjective. It's like, what is a nice car to you? Is it a Ferrari or is it like a, a Ford? You know what I mean? Like what is a nice car? Mean? <laughs> so really getting clear on the kind of car that you want and um yeah get clear on the color like how many seats does it have like my car I got really clear on what I wanted whenever I was getting my car because I knew I was going to be selling all my stuff and I would just need to be able to fit the rest of the things that I had into my car but I also care about the environment so I wanted it to either be electric or hybrid um and yeah, the car that I got, I was car shopping and I sat in a couple other ones and I was like, this doesn't feel, this doesn't feel right. Like this just doesn't feel right. Um, and the, I like mm. sat down in the car that I have now and I was like, this is my car. Like, I don't even know how else to explain it, but this is my car. So getting clear mm-hmm. first, as clear as you can, and then going out and taking the action. So tying in the clarity with action and test driving the car you know what I mean before I got the car that I got I wanted a Tesla more than anything because it was fully electric it's badass had a lot of space to had like a a trunk in the front because there's no engine because it's fully electric so I went out and I just drove a a Tesla like I don't know how I did it because they didn't allow test drives but I actually (laughs) talked to them and let them I let them or I had them let me test drive the Tesla and it was amazing because I know my next car is going to be a Tesla for sure. Just because again, it's just like the next step in really being conscious about the environment, at least um, transportation wise. So um, yeah, I didn't, end up, and it didn't end up moving forward with the Tesla. And I am really happy that I didn't because the car that I have now has just been the perfect car that I needed to like drive back and forth across the country for the last couple months. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, pairing pairing the clarity that you have around what you want with action to actually go out and see it because a lot of people will wait until they have the money or wait until the circumstances are right to actually go out and get the things they want. But true law of attraction, it is so helpful to go out and like see the thing that you want or drive the thing that you want or, you know, already pretend almost like what it would feel like to have that thing because you're putting yourself into this place where you kind of already have it. And your brain doesn't know mm-hmm. the difference between what you're imagining versus what you're actually experiencing in reality. So if you can just imagine and really put yourself in the place that you've achieved this thing, it's kind of visualization, but if you can be in the place where you've achieved this thing, you're bringing it closer and closer to you much faster because of the law of attraction and because you are in that space. You know, me driving a Tesla, I could have been like, look at this, like, this is already my car. This is already my Tesla. And now through law of attraction and, you know, my mind and my soul, it's already had that experience and it knows exactly what it's going to feel like when I get that car. It's not this unfamiliar experience because I think subconsciously we're at unconsciously. Yeah, being scared of the unknown is such a huge factor in not really achieving the lives that we want because our brain wants to stay comfortable because it knows what comfortable looks like. It's familiar with comfortable, so it wants to keep us there because it knows that there's no danger there. It knows that there's, you know, nothing bad that's going to happen there, and it doesn't know that in this reality that doesn't exist yet and in these things that we want that we haven't experienced yet. So if we can put ourselves in that place, it's not – unknown anymore and it's not unfamiliar anymore and our brain's so much more comfortable it's not necessarily outside of our comfort zone anymore does that make sense i really like that no yeah absolutely does i um i listened to a lot of abraham hicks as well and you just reminded me how um she talks about how does it feel and you just in my mind i'm listening to you and you're making a great point is that okay if you want this car what is it go 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 drive it. What does it feel like? And that way your, your brain registers what it feels like. And you're also allowing law of attraction to come in even quicker. Um, but you're also, you're also talking about a really great point. Um, and I share, and I love this conversation is that we actually still have to put the work in and what does that work consist of? And a lot of people I think find this, this manifesting law of attraction and they misconceive it where, they think it's oh if you if you picture it you believe it and you do it enough it's going to come in but there's still this gap of work like what is that go going to drive the car um going to look for the car going to and so i find that a common thing even with myself i'm not going to lie to you i'm a human being there's moments where i'm like oh yeah. i want that but how do we get there and we have to put this work in and this is why i find tony robbins interesting i'm sure you do like this awesome program as well where you have to write out things like, all right, so what is that to you? And then doing those steps. And a lot of people don't understand, like, by writing things out, too, is an intuitive uh, tool to help your consciousness and yourself become more aware in the reality of, okay, what, well, what are my steps? And that's why, Tony, I don't know if you noticed it, and I, I focus on this, too, where it's like he wants you to do it quick. And he wants you. He wants you to be fast. He has the upbeat music. I'm watching on Netflix. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But, like, um. He wants you to do it because the mind, we don't want the mind to overthink too much. And it's the simple thing. What do we need to get from here to here? And is that something like you, you work with people on? Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Yeah. Abraham Hicks has obviously been one of the, the biggest 
biggest factors, I guess, in like this realization and operating from this place. Everything that she said, um, or they've said, I guess, just makes so much sense and brings everything so full circle, but in such a simple way. So I love that you you brought them up. Absolutely. So uh, I, I really enjoyed that that topic. It's actually like one of my favorite things to talk about right now. But um, so let me ask you. All right. So I, I like to give different people different perspectives. So if they're one of manifesting a house and, and let's say it's not even built yet, do you recommend them going to a similar home that is what they want and feel it out to bring in law of attraction, even though it's not built yet or yeah, they could do that. What um, Something else that I do, because I'm actually moving back to Vegas, either in August or September, haven't decided yet. Um, but I have been on Pinterest a ton, just like looking at other people's apartments, looking at decoration for other people's apartments, how people, um, yeah, just like organize things, like furniture layouts, layouts of different apartments. And um, I've just been really figuring out my preferences through doing that. So Pinterest is honestly a really great place to mm. visualize the things that you want, especially if it's like a house, because there's so many pictures. It's not just like you don't have to actually go out and go spend your time at different houses and drive there and walk around. And then you're limited to just seeing that one space before you even do that. You can really dive into um, the internet or Pinterest to look up pictures and get a clear idea of the things that you want. And then after that, yeah, walking around the house, it's like a similar layout to yours. It would also be super beneficial because you're physically there. You know what I mean? It's not just a picture that you're looking at, which is still super mm-hmm. beneficial, but you're physically there and you're able to physically like be in the place that you are one day going to own. So, yeah. So when you, um, are you a fan of vision boards? Yes, Definitely. So when someone has a vision board and they have all these pictures, what do you recommend they do when they look at it or um, do they meditate on it? Do they just feel it out still? What do you, what do you recommend? Yeah, I think visualization and meditation would be a huge factor. Um, Not just like looking at it, but really feeling into the experience. So say you want to, I'm going to use an example that's like common in my business world but like say you want to make your first five-figure month you don't just like look at your vision board and say like my first five-figure month like you would like sit down and truly close your eyes and think about the senses that you would experience whenever that happens because you can have a pretty good idea of how you might find out like you check your bank account or you know maybe in my business at least your sponsor texts you and says like hey like did you know that you just hit this milestone and like you can almost use what you think is going to happen as something to visualize on. And you can start to sense and feel and see the things that you'll experience or that you think that you're going to experience whenever you actually are living that out in real time in the here and now. Um, so that is something that I would highly, highly suggest is just visualization. You can go even deeper with different senses, like, what do you smell? You know what I mean? Are you cooking dinner and you get a phone call about it and you're smelling the food that you're cooking? Who are you with? Who do you tell whenever you first find out about it? Like you call your mom and you say, mom, oh my God, I just made my five figure month. Like, I can't believe it. Like every detail, all the details that you could possibly think of, 
that are going to happen or that you think are going to happen whenever you experience that for the first time is so good to really just let yourself sink into that and like feel it out. Normally whenever I'm fully visualizing and I'm not just kind of like playing around with an idea in my head, I'll normally cry. Like tears come to my eyes because I'm just like so there and it's so real for me. And that's what you want to experience. You want to create that realness of the situation that you want to bring into your life and that you want to accomplish and really try to feel it as much as possible before it's ever happened. Um, just to give yourself that familiarity. And one more okay. I've heard, sorry. <laughs> um, I've heard it's really good to move them around because if you just hang a vision board up in your room, it can become something that's just kind of hung up in your room. But if you move oh. it around or if you have it on different walls, then it's always new and it always catches your attention whenever you walk into the room. And it hasn't been there before, but you just hung it up there. So it's good to like move yeah, it around. Absolutely. And yeah, just keep reminding yourself about it. That's actually a spiritual um, a tool that I use from, from my spirit guides for people, especially when it comes to uh, energy and, and moving things around. Because yeah. um, it's, a, it's also a cleansing in a way because you're moving and, and changing things and um, it helps a lot, but that's pretty wild. Um, if you don't mind, before we end this podcast, like I did last time, um, do you mind if I give you a little reading real quick? That would be amazing, yeah. Okay, because um, while we were talking, I kept seeing a bunch of stuff, so I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll ask her if she's cool with it later on. But um, <clears throat> when I see, I don't know the time frame, but I'm starting to see you, and I, again, like, I don't know exactly <clears throat> what you're doing, but I'm seeing you on stage talking about a bunch of stuff. And so I see, like, a TED Talk thing, but I see you going on stage talking about this. So that's one thing they're talking about. Um, they're, they're talking to me about also affirming with you that you don't want to be kept in one place. And that's why I guess you also sold stuff and you were letting go so you can go freely where you want to. Um they want to talk to you about that briefly because there's something about a location that you're looking for to, to live in. But at the same time, um, are you already, did you already find a place or you're still looking? Still looking. And yeah, I've been toying with that idea as well because I know that I do very well moving around a lot and not being in one place. So that's very interesting. You said that. Um, they're talking about being, being waiting and that's up to you, you know, do whatever you want in the long run, but waiting that out a little bit more because that's why you feel this off put. You're like, I want us, I want a place to call home, but I want, and that's exactly why you're not really honing in on it yet. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually because you're meant to have something else. And it's a part of, they're, they're telling me right now, it's a part of your manifesting that you want this one timeline they're showing me. And it's, it's without even knowing it, it's a part of this timeline that feels really good to you because it's not where you think it is yet. Um, so yeah. hold out on that. When okay. it comes to, um, hmm, when it, they're showing me a lot of paperwork and like plans, um, when it comes to plans and what your vision is for your program and how you want to go about it, they're showing me you have a, like a great support system of team people that helps out like one another with, with their goals. Don't get discouraged or anything when someone says like what they feel is best for you and your program, because you're learning something of a leadership skill or showing me with being able to accept what they're saying and saying, okay, well, this is what I would like to do. And this is how I'm going to go about it because you're, you're doing a lot of transformation. Um, this whole program you're doing is it's not only the creation of the program. Um, you're going to evolve it quite a few times. So you're going to see where things plug in, plug in, um, 
unplugged and that you don't need anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the last thing they want to talk about is they're, they're showing me, like, I don't know how to explain it other than, because, you know, spirit likes to show symbols and feeling and put it into words. And what they're showing me is, like, if you're going on a trip and you're walking out somewhere and you just feel, like, you're showing me, like, this moment of you feeling like, I know I'm not supposed to go on this trip, and then all of a sudden it's like it doesn't happen. And same, same thing with the quarantine thing on, in different ways, but there's going to be moments where you, you feel like you're supposed to go on this day, but it's not going to happen that way. There's always going to be maybe the next day because of weather, but don't let that upset you. Keep your vibe high and just be like, all right, cool. Like that's what, that's what's going to happen. We're going to move it this way and change it around. Everything has a, a reason, you know? Definitely. I love that. All right. Um, for everyone listening, where, where can they find, I have the link for uh, your page in the bio, but is there any live videos you do? Is there anything else that they can find you on? How can they find you? I am most active on Instagram. I've kind of stepped back from social media the last few months, um, just like pouring all my time and energy and attention into this training. But I will be back this month, and I'm super excited about it. Um, Ooh, yeah, cool. Instagram is probably where I'm the most active. Not a problem. I'm going to go ahead and, and take a couple calls for some readings, but I want to thank you so much for this podcast, spending your time with me, having a great conversation as usual. And uh, I won't be surprised when we have another one, uh, when that happens later on in the future. Of course. Thank you so much for having me out again. It was awesome. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you. All right. Have a good day. Take care. Bye. So I want to thank everyone for listening. I'm going to take uh, a little bit more time to uh, take some calls for some readings. And um, if you haven't already yet, please, 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 uh, make sure you follow me on Facebook. I do a lot of my work on Facebook. I do Facebook live readings as well. You get to see my beautiful face. And uh, we have great times. And other than that, let me take a call. I'm going to play a song real quick, and we're going to pick some callers. Hang in there.
All right, so let's get back here. I guess the song stopped. All right, so we'll take our first caller. Let's see. Hello, you there? Yeah, I'm here. This is Julia. Hi, Julia. So uh, where are you from, Julia? Uh, Central Florida. Central Florida. I used to live in Florida. I used to live in St. Pete in the Tampa Bay area. Oh, Oh, cool. Florida's a beautiful area. You know, it's funny because so, um, I would like to move, and that that area was the area, one of the areas I was thinking about moving. But uh, you know, exactly finding what the budget was talking is, about. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's go right into it because uh, I rather I rather uh, be here before I know too much. But yeah, St. Petersburg okay, was one of my favorite areas. Uh, Tampa. I like Tampa. Tampa is more like a lot of buildings for me. It's in St. Petersburg and also, uh forgot the other area. Oh, Clearwater. Uh, I used to live in Clearwater, Clearwater before yeah. I moved back home, but great area. So um, Spirit's talking to me about a lot of changes happening with you when it comes to um, emotions, which is completely, we're, we're human-based. We have feelings, and that's one of the reasons why we're here and experiencing. Um, but they're really mainly talking about the underlying factor of the emotion, and, and it's time to close a lot of doors because what's happening is, is that, what over time we hold on to um, memories and things. And so we're carrying that energy around and there's been a lot of lingering energy, but what spirit really wants to end in the, in the message is that overall, don't be afraid to let go of um, the home or movement because there's something behind the scenes in the subconscious mind where uh, they're showing me, you don't want to let go, you know, like uh, sentimental things or memories. You don't want to let go of things because you feel like by moving forward, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be gone completely, like it's real. Um, so don't feel that way because you're still carrying on the, the, the beautiful energy and things with you. But overall, when you're going to change your environment, it's actually going to bring a lot of beautiful things in, in your um, past. Because they're also talking about you being nervous about how you're going to go about it and how finances are going to be and how you're going to find all these Step one is, is going to be definitely um, keep looking for that moving factor because you're going to have a lot of great things come your way. I see you meeting someone too. They're not, they're talking to me about a relationship right now, but you're not in one, but there's one coming. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> I definitely don't want to yeah. be alone for the rest of my life. So yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're not. And um, they're also showing me is that you, we don't have to be aware of our spiritual guides. I personally work with my spiritual guides. Um, when I, when I read someone, I don't, I tell them what they need to hear. Um, and not everyone needs to hear about their guides, but for you, they want me to tell you, you have a, you have a team of guides that it keep. And this is why our thoughts go in certain directions. Sometimes they keep bringing up that they want you to move. And that's why you keep going like, hmm, yeah, I should, I should. Or, and this is why you get, you, you have the human factor too, where it's like, well, you feel this and you feel that, and then your spirit team's like, yeah, but move. And so they keep bringing it up for you because they want you to also understand is that you think about certain things about being alone or um, you, we get sad sometimes, and that's okay. And they, they yeah. keep showing me, like, when that happens, they're like, yeah, but you need to move. And what they want to say is, is that that this move is going to be a lot of beautiful stuff for you. Um, it's it's going to bring in everything that you want. 
And that's what they're showing me is like they keep showing me that you have your moments of uh, sadness, but then you have these, these thoughts of moving. And they're like, no, we want, this is why we're, we're connecting the two. And that's what they wanted to tell you right now is that we're connecting the two so that way you can start moving. Um, and believe it or not, uh, especially today, which is interesting. A friend of mine is actually moving to California, but I saw on the news, I don't watch the news. My, my uh, friend's parents watch the news, so I, I listen to it in the background. But they're talking about people selling homes, and there's no time like present. And so start, start doing what you have to do to start um, looking for a place. Don't be discouraged. Don't feel like you're not going to have the support or you're going to have to do all this work by yourself because um, there's a lot of people that are going to be helping you, and you're going to meet a lot of great people as well within this next coming year. Um, before, before we end the conversation, do you have any questions? Well, since we're talking about the move, it's so funny you brought that up because that's like, like you were saying, the guides were saying, they keep bringing it up and it's always like right in the back of my mind and it keeps like cycling through, cycling through. But the thing that's the concern is I'm so afraid of making a mistake or choosing the wrong place or not doing it right or failing so I get in my mm-hmm. head and I like overthink it. I overthink the crap out of it. So um, mm-hmm. do you get a sense of like, I live over by Disney now. So mm-hmm. do you feel like, you know, the move is just to stay here in Florida or do you feel like it's out of state or do you get a sense of, because I'd like to find that place that feels like, you know, quote unquote home, the sanctuary that's like you get there and you're like, Ah, yeah, this is a this is home. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of corny, but it's finding the where <laughs> to move to is is between that and the finances are the two things that kind of stop me in my tracks. So well, the first sorry that was a lot. Where, um, <laughs> no, it's not a lot, not at all. Um, that's exactly what Spear was trying to say is that don't don't overthink it because that's also going to, we were talking about this topic earlier with the law of attraction. It's going to cause some issues with that. We don't want that. Um, so stay positive right. and being, being excited. But one of the things that you also have to do is, um, cause they're, they're, life's an adventure. Even though I'm a psychic intuitive, right. I do see like you're happy where you're at in the future, but you still have to put that work in on where does that, where does that possibly feel? And they also show me, they're, they're showing me two things. You could go uh, take a flight somewhere to go find, you know, check the place out. Does it feel, but they're also showing me that you don't like that. Like you don't want to go that far. You don't want to go um, take flights to different States or travel to certain places. Um, hmm. Well, Honestly, for me, like, it's just because I'm doing yeah. it myself, I'm going to be like 59 here in a couple months and it feels overwhelming because mm. I'm doing it all on my own. And I don't feel like I have a support system. So to like take mm-hmm. a flight, like I thought about moving to North Carolina. That was the other place. And, you know, I've thought mm-hmm. about Chattanooga, Tennessee, but you know, these are all like big places to go to do it on my own. And that's what kind of that, you know, overwhelmed. But they're also, oh, gosh, can I, I do I, this? So. I've heard, um, I've heard, I heard Texas, but here's what, here's what I'm also hearing too, is that you really don't want to be away from the beach. You like, you like the beach and the, and the water. And so this is also why central they're talking about being by the water. Um, So what spirit's really telling me is that start honing in on the coast, um, whether that be the West coast or the East coast, but hone in on, they're showing me Miami is not really, really where you want to be. You're not, you're not, you don't like the energy there. 
but you like it, the beauty of it. So what they're showing me really is, is that coast of St. Petersburg and all that. So what they're talking to me about right now is just, just look online for, cause they're, they're also, they keep showing me timelines, which is unique with you. They keep showing me like there's, there's, there's the possibility with this one and this one. And so they're showing me more of the coast with you, but there's this timeline where you find another home that's your home or you're finding a home that's in a community of other people that is like, um, like-minded and, and living situation. Um, so, but they're really talking about is going to look, don't look with fear. Don't look with worry. Don't look with doubt. Start looking online with excitement because you're going to start to realize that when this starts to come in and you start getting excited and you're like, Oh, I know I really love this one. That's when everything is going to get smoother for you. The moving situation is going to get smoother. You're going to find a pe- people that were going to help you. Even if you're worried about finances now, you're not going to worry about it then. Wow. Um, and they're also oh. talking about the, the indecisiveness with you and moving is exactly why you're not moving yet is because you keep looking because you don't want to move somewhere and go, ah, oh, I shouldn't have did this. And don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think about it that way. <laughs> think about this as an exciting thing. But, again, they're showing me this, the coast by the – you don't have to be right by the water. Um, you could be by the bay, but exactly where that is, start looking for, for availability there because you're going to start to notice a lot of – once you start looking, again, they're telling me one more time, everything is going to come in with this emotion of excitement and you're ready for it. Um, but I see a lot of great things happening there. Uh, I, I, re- I remember these homes in St. Petersburg that had the porch, and uh, I see that with you with the same thing, but that's a symbolism to me of St. Petersburg. I love that area. I don't find it a coincidence that that came yeah. up in the first topic of this whole conversation, but um, I want to thank you for calling in. If you haven't yet, please like the Facebook page and share it. And, uh, and also on the blog talk radio as well. I will. I, I already have followed you on, on Facebook. So <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. I'm glad I You're very welcome. got to talk to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take our last caller. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Jackie calling from Jersey. Jackie from Jersey. How's everything going with you? It's going. Doing away. Okay. Let's see here. Um uh, okay. Uh, and I want everyone to know, cause I like being very, um, blunt and honest with everyone. Uh, so while the music was playing, I did check up on the callers to let them know and see if they're interested in, in readings and, and you're one of them. And you didn't mention before briefly, uh, I'm not going to say anything about completely, but you mentioned about people following your, how, who, what they hear about. But what I want you to know what Spears talking about right now is there's a lot of things with you when it comes to, um, the heart because you're a great person you have a great personality you're very humorous as well you're you have this great energy but what, when it comes to our humanity and our, our human nature um even metaphysically spiritually mentally emotionally there's a lot of um cl- closure that needed to happen with you and your life with certain people especially with with a uh, family and um that that angers you and upsets you and it holds you back from a lot of things Does that make sense yeah Mm-hmm. And so what I, what I talk to uh, people like-minded and, and similar situations, especially with me, I've had similar problems where um, I want to share this with you because uh, people that are listening that can understand, 
when someone, even for me, when I was talking with someone on a personal level, getting to know them uh, for dating purposes, and then I found out, you know, they have kids or they have this. So it threw me off. Uh, I'm personally not looking for anyone with kids, but emotionally um, it threw me off and it started to upset me because now I have to speak my truth. And this is what I'm talking to you about, but I want you to know something in, in, the, in the long run. But by speaking our truth to people, because uh, we're afraid at times how they're going to react or what they're going to say, are we going to upset them? Or, But for you, um, they're talking about how there should have been conversations, there should have been closure, but you don't have to have that physical person with you, but it's about forgiveness. And I know that there's a lot of things in our life that we can say that are traumatic and we have a hard time forgiving people, but um, that's what Spirit's talking about right now is forgiving people because it's holding you back emotionally. What, what they're also showing me is that um, you'll have moments of doing your, your, you know, something in life where you're, you're picking up something or you watch TV or, and it triggers you on memories of people that have did you wrong or um, have upset you. And so they're talking to me about forgiveness. Um, when it comes to, and see, I don't know, I don't know right now who the, who the spirit is, your family members. I feel like you have a lot of family that uh, supports you spiritually, your ancestors. We all have ancestors. Yeah. And when I read people, um, not everyone's ancestors come up and it really depends on the person. But for you, you have a lot of family around you in your home and um, they, they care about you and watch over you. Um, one of them right now is talking to me about consistently like messing with you a little bit. Like there's something that keeps popping up and you're like, you, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's funny. Um, they keep popping something up in your, in your life where it's a symbol. What is that to you? Popping something up in my life. What? Something that keeps coming up that you're like, oh, that's not, that's funny. Like uh, whether it be a coin or. Um, it's just repetitive. They're showing me that there's this something that keeps coming up that you connected to um, a relative or someone that's that's around you that has passed away. Well, I mean, I get a I get angel numbers. I get I get a number repeatedly. Um, eleven, eleven, mm. eleven, twenty-two, mm-hmm. or a bird, mm-hmm. feathers. Um, okay, there you go. Yeah. Um. Eleven, eleven, and two, 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 and three, three, three is talking about awakening and also um, purpose and passion. Um, And what Spirit wants you to know is that there's things that you've you've put down because I don't know if you've retired or you stopped doing things because um, of of, um, time, but you have a purpose and a passion. And so what happens is that even though there's work, but we still need to maintain progress in our life. And progress can be with a, a relationship, a friendship. Uh, it could be with career. It could be money. It could be finances. But what I realized for myself, and I want to share this with you so you can understand, is that there's – we were talking about this earlier in the podcast. When there is um, burning out, right, when you actually love something so much that you just get tired of doing it, but then what happens for me is when I actually start to implicate balance in my life where I said this is, these are the days I'm going to have for me and these are the days I'm going to have for work. The days I didn't work, I actually started to get upset because I realized that my purpose wasn't being used. I wasn't really helping, but that, that was more for the realization. But what I want you to know is there's a lot of times where you feel lost because you don't know what to do. And what Spirit's saying is you don't have to go back to a job, but you can still do little things that you have a lot of passion and purpose for on your own time. Um, whether that be giving advice or helping someone, but they're showing me with you helping other people or giving advice in some way. Um, you're intuitive. Are you? 
Are you aware of that? Yes. Have you done readings before? You know, a lot of times when I speak to people, I just know things and I tell them. And, you know, at one point in time, I, I, I thought it was just my mind, like my imagination running away with me. But I know it's, it's a lot more to it. It's a lot more to it. One thing that is funny that you, when you brought up something that just keeps happening, like a reminder, is like I, I kind of know when when my ancestors are trying to get my attention and mm-hmm. and providing me with information, but I'm not sure at this point. I don't think I'm adept at this point of really interpreting it before it happens, but when it happens, it's like that's what I, I'm able to confirm that that's what I was getting all along. Mm-hmm. Um. From ever since I was when I was a child, I've always seen spirit. Mm. That's really good. No. Yeah. That's really I, good. I, yeah. No, you're you have a gift. And um, and that's what spirit's talking about is that that purpose, that gift. Uh, there is you're not late. In, it's not too late. It's not a. You have a passion for it, but it's letting go of the mind thought that um don't discourage yourself on how that works because you, you hear it, you feel it, you give messages. Sometimes what happens is I can come to you and be like, Hey, you know, this was happening in my life. Can I get your opinion? And what people, what people don't realize sometimes is not only are they getting an opinion, but they're actually getting spiritual advice from someone. And that's what you do for a lot of people. And I don't know if you've, you've noticed that when you walk away and you're like, well, how do I even know all that? <laughs> you know, like there's like, how did I, where did I even come with? How do I even know what to tell them? And you have a lot of those moments. Um, but what Spirit's saying yeah. is you can you can do something, and that's up to you. And I, I give it to people who uh, either the Spirit tells me to give it to them or explain to them. Uh, you can get a tea light candle, a white unscented tea light candle, or, or a one-inch or a seven-day white, anything white unscented. Light it and say, this is the light of life. I, I dedicate this to my ancestors. Um, thank you for everything. And talk to them. Um, that is That is giving them light and energy and lifting them because Spirit, uh, we have energy. That's why our heart mm-hmm. is beating. Um, this is where, but what people don't understand is that spirit and guides, they have energy as well. And when they're working for us or they're helping us, they're utilizing an energy source. Even though they don't, they don't have a body, it doesn't mean that they don't have this. And so when you dedicate a light to, to your guides, your ancestors, you're giving them that energy that's burning the candle from the flame to them. Um, but by talking to them will help as well. Um, they're talking to me about you also being alone at times. Do you, do you, well, look, we're in quarantine. We were, we're getting out of it now, but um, what they want to mention about that is um, go out as uh, more often as you can. If you can go to places that you enjoy going to, or even if it's alone to meet other people, but um, it's not too late ever. They keep telling me this to tell you, like, it's not too late. You're not going anywhere anytime soon. You have, you're healthy, you're wealthy. Everything's good. Um, but to go out and find new events or things to participate in because you enjoy talking and, and conversing with people. Um, so look, look out for those things that you would be interested in doing uh, because I do see events in your area that they're showing me that are going to be coming up within the next couple months, especially with a lot of people quarantine. They want to create events now. So look out for those, but go participate in anything that you find interesting um, to meet, to meet more people that are in the same bracket. Um, but intuitively, you're meant to help more people. And what I recommend is um, if you feel comfortable with cards or not cards, do, do whatever you feel comfortable with. But 
we don't have to have a, a Facebook page of psychic intuitive. Uh, you know, we can we can help people in real time just by walking around. I I go to the beach sometimes and I'll meet someone and spirits like, hey, you see that person over there? You, you got to tell them this. And that doesn't happen all the time for me, but so I'll, I'll go do it. And what we have to remember is those little moments that we do that can change someone's life forever. Uh, the little things yeah. that we do can change someone's life forever or even for us. So by yeah. doing that, trust your intuition because what they're showing me too is you're going to have those moments more than you have before. Um, so to, uh, to, when you feel like you have to give a message, give it, even if it's me on the phone right now. But um, besides that, in public, anywhere, feel free to, you know, you're very polite. They're showing me that too. No one's going to be mean about it. They're going to accept it. And um, I actually want to thank you for calling as well because you have great energy. You're a great individual. You did a lot of beautiful things as well. And um, Spirit's saying that be proud of your achievements and to keep moving forward. they, They want me to say it one more time. There isn't an end anytime soon. There's a lot of great things coming your way for what you want. Um, but you have to put yourself out there and, and go places. Okay. It, it, it's funny. It's funny that you would say that about like when things come to me, because I, 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 I used to be a very vivid dreamer and my dreams will always be so pathetic um, or at least sometimes warn me of things and that, and then I'll get into like serious prayer mode and meditation. And I've had incidents where, like I, I would get warnings about certain things and I may have a conversation with a person and then weeks later things happen and I'm able to look back and say, hmm, that's what that was. But at the time, mm-hmm. again, when I was doing it, I wasn't sure I was second-guessing myself. Um, I do like to be alone at times, though, because I, I before COVID I was working in a very, very hectic environment that was really burning me out until we started working remotely. I, I like, actually needed that shelter in place, social distancing, just to regroup. That's how exhausted I was. And it really was emotionally, it was draining. So I I understand the burnout, but, Mm -hmm. and and being too busy really was affecting my manifestation. I knew that for a fact. I was feeling it throughout my, throughout my spirit. Like I needed time to let everything settle and begin to refocus on myself from inside. Um, mm-hmm. I know I do help a lot of people, even though at the time while I'm doing it, it doesn't seem so because it seems like the more people I try to help is the more resistance I get. Like they don't expect it to be coming from me. And that's been, mm-hmm. that's been like um, a lot of family, a lot of um, people who I deem close as friends. Like if I would give them advice, it would seem like it would backfire. So I, I kind of like did put up a wall where I, I'm, I, you, you used the term polite. I pretty much were trying to refrain from telling people what I was seeing or feeling. But then when I would see certain things like confirmation, it was like, wow, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. the, the alone time, the alone time, I really needed the alone time to really do, to reconnect mm-hmm. to myself, to understand what mm-hmm. was really going on with me. You know, in terms of whatever this gift is, you, you understand? Because well, I, I, I can say it to myself. Um, 
I want you to know that even even me personally, I, I grew up around people that friends and they were discouraged on my messages. And there was times where I also had validation. I was like, whoa, that's, you know, it freaked me out a little bit. I was like, oh, so, but that doesn't mean, um, I think it kind of created like the people who should appreciate it, you know, like my siblings or extended family members, it, it kind of like, I don't know if it was that they, they were envious of it or, I, I don't even know how that, I don't want my ego to get in the way, but sometimes when I look at it, it's like it was envy because I would always come up with things, even when I didn't even know what the hell I was talking about. It would just come oh, out yeah. and, you know, it, it well, created, it, it created like a distance. And they don't want to, they don't want to hear, um, they don't want someone, they don't want to hear their, they don't want to accept things for the, you know, <laughs> you know how people get defensive, but that doesn't mean uh-huh. that you stop, especially with other people, um, but being alone is a great mm-hmm. thing, yeah. Uh, this is, it, it's a great time to actually evaluate, just like you were saying, uh, career, mm-hmm. life, happiness. What do you want? And so it doesn't mean that you have to – you don't have to explain anything to anyone, and you don't have to talk to everyone. And, and so even family and friends, like there's certain people – for me too, I'll, I'll have friends that I don't always talk about my spiritual stuff with, but it, I could still be their mm-hmm. friend. Um, and there's people that I can't be friends with because they, we just don't get along. But uh, that shouldn't stop you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the overall message. Uh, evolve, okay. evolve from here because we're constantly evolving. What do you want to do mm-hmm. next? If, that, if the career is, is uh, overwhelming and, um, and burning out or because you do need personal time, we all need personal time. And that's exactly what happened with me as a, as a chef. I stopped, and this was actually before COVID, um, two, about a year ago or almost two years ago, I was done with it. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of giving and giving and giving. And so without even realizing it, looking back now, if I didn't do that then, COVID and being home in quarantine, I would have been screwed. But I've been able to work from home. I've been able to do my job. So everything happens for a reason. And so what I want to ask you, you know, that's why you're seeing angel numbers pursue your purpose and don't stop because family and friends are um, discouraging you continue following your, your intuitive guidance because you're going to help a lot of people. Okay. I, I believe that. And I know I have been doing it all along. I just didn't know it at the time. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Really just as long it. as you know it now. But, but could I ask you a question, Joe, about um, that the house I'm actually manifesting Moving in and restoring um, my my parents' home and making it my family home, even though I plan on traveling after I'm done and doing other things. But the first step is to get this place where I need it to be. And um, I'm not sure how the market's going to pan out, but I, I know that the universe is going to provide everything that I need. And I just want to see what you have to say about that. Um. So, because they're showing me you living in it. Are you living in it? Are you planning on living in it? Yes, I'm planning on living in it. And I know my parents okay. want me to live in it. Matter, matter of fact, I think this is every time I come over here, they've always, like, shown me little things here that let me know they want me to hurry up and move in. See, that's what they were talking about before, your ancestors showing you signs. that you. So what they're showing me right now is um, – so. so because they're talking about you selling a home. Are you you have your own home that you need to sell too? I'm not selling it. It's 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 not a single family. But my mother's house is a single family. I'm going to rent it. Mhm. Okay. Um. 
they're talking to me about a loan, um, a loan, and they're showing me it. it's an interesting way of looking at it. And I don't know exactly. I'm just going to tell you what they're talking as I don't know everything about businesses and, and loans at all. But they're showing me getting a loan in increments and utilizing it to to get the work done in the home. And then I see you paying off like the the small loan, and then getting another small loan, and it's helping with credit as well. Um, they're showing me, but they're saying go for go for a loan, but don't be discouraged on how that is going to happen. But also when it comes to the market, um, yeah, the market for renting is is huge. It's going to be even better uh, going back after this. So what they're actually saying is too, and they're gonna, I'm going to be very blunt with you on what I'm hearing. It's very loud. I hear I hear I'm assuming it's your father, but um, he's he's not loud like angry. He's saying do not. And I'm going to repeat this a couple times. Do not feel like you have to lower the rent of cost because they're showing me that you're going to put the money into it. You're putting energy into it. You're restoring it. You want to rent it out. Um, see, I'm getting confused, though. They're talking about you renting a place and also living in a place. So are you living in a place and renting one out? I'm going where I live. I want to rent that out. Okay, and then you want to move where I where I want to go, which is where where my parents used to live. I know I'm going to have to get a loan to do the work. Okay, but here's what they're also saying too: is when you you can move into that home as is now if you want to hypothetically, right? And um, but by renting out your space, you're going to have that income too, and so. The 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 rent the loan is is uh, is going to be accompanied by the rent, and so what they're saying is do what you have to do to get into the home first. Like if there's anything you need to um, fix briefly, just to let the make sure the water's good, running good, and electric, whatever you have to do, so you can transition. But don't be discouraged because what's holding you back is the fear of renting out the place you're in now. And so people need um, people are looking for apartments. And so I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you what your family's telling me right now, or your father, um, once you move out and you put that availability for rent, you're going to find a lot of people that want to rent that out. But what he's saying is make sure you, ha- you do what you have to to make sure that you're renting it to the right person, whether that's a background check, whether that's um, credit school, whatever you feel comfortable with, because he's saying yeah. that you're going to get really discouraged and angry and upset if someone doesn't pay the rent on time and this and that. Make sure you do what you have to and it's simple as this. If you put up a, a, a thing about renting and they have to put in information, if they're not the right person for that, they're already going to go, you know what, I can't do this. I'm not putting my information in. So you're already filtering it through. But what he's saying is move yeah. into the home because that, that income from rent is actually going to help you out with a lot of things. And so that's what's happening. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And it sounds just the way my father would expect me to. And that's what I'm trying to get my husband to understand that I don't have to fix everything to perfection before I move in here because I'm not trying to put myself in a mountain of debt. I know how to do the work as I go because that's what my parents taught me. Um, the only thing, my husband is just caught up because this this particular property has things to do with my siblings who already screwed me out of a lot of money. And I'm just trying to get to the point of settling it and moving because I don't owe them anything at this point. If anything, they owe me. Um, I so actually, um, I think I remember you. Where, where did you. Did you call the Did you call the show a long time ago? And when you picked up, I said something yeah. about your brother in the in the house. I'll never forget yeah. that. I was like, "How did even Spirit know that?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, her brother and my sister—they—they made their bed and they have to lay in it. I just—I just want to finalize everything and move forward. That's it. Yeah. Um. What your dad's also saying is, once you, wherever you go, your husband's gonna go, and so he's gonna—he's gonna adjust to it. Um. He's saying one. The one more thing I want to add to that is, um. There is this misunderstanding with the with your husband on. His mind, he thinks that in order to move in, it has to be completely restored. And your dad's saying, no, move in. And over time, he doesn't want you guys to look at it as a project that's overwhelming. Look at it as a fun, okay. progressive project that, you know, over time, like, all right, we're going to paint this room or we're going we're gonna to fix this room. Or don't look at it as a big um, project that's a big a mistake because that's not what's happening here. Okay. He's, so my, my he's saying if it was a, concerned. My, he's just concerned. No. Like my before we settle everything, if the, if my sisters and brothers are going to try to come after us for money and this and that, he doesn't he doesn't realize that they played all their hands. They can't win. Mhm. Yeah. And that's why your dad's saying also too, like everything happens for a reason. If it if it wasn't worth it, or if it was, he it wouldn't be going your way. It wouldn't be going this way. Um, and that's why every time you go into that home, you're like you feel good about it. And that's exactly what your dad your dad puts his arm around you. He's showing me that he was a tall guy. I see tall, but he puts his arm around you and he's like, look, this is your place. That's why you feel good. I actually see two men. One's tall and one's short. So you have you have some family. That's why your ancestors or your family's around you all the time. Um, I have but yeah, I have an uncle out. that was tall, and my father's brother and my father. Wow. But yeah, that's what I got for you, and uh, I wish you well on that. Thank you for calling in again. After I appreciate the people that have listened and called in after all these years and whatnot. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I check you out on Facebook every day. You know, uh, I thank really you very do. much. I love your page. I love your encouragement, your spirit. I love you as well, and thank you for following me. And I hope to hear from you soon. You. Let me know how everything goes. I will. I will. Thank you. You're Namaste. very welcome. Take care. Namaste. Mm-hmm. I want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, it's been some time. I take little breaks here and there, but I do have another podcast coming up. Uh, it's going to be on June 28th, and that's going to be uh, Conversations with the Babalao, uh, Frank Matias. He is an awesome individual that I'm, I know, and uh, we're going to talk about Ifa. We're going to talk about life and spirituality and, and help you on a different point of view of religious aspects and also life and a lot of misconceptions as well that we're going to clarify and I'm going to ask some questions. I think it's a great conversation. Um, Follow me on Facebook. We do a lot of Facebook live readings as well. I post a lot of uh, encouragement and I do a lot of individual quotes and and individual um, conversations as well that I type up and feel free to message me if you want any appointments, one-on-one sessions or your questions about uh, how to do that. So with that being said, take care. Enjoy the rest of your day and safe travels. Dear Heavenly uh, Spirit, Spirit, thank you. Uh, thank you for providing us with the direct port nitrous uh, injection. Four core intercoolers and ball bearing turbos and um, titanium valve springs. Thank you. Amen. Amen.